Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good Mel, how are you doing? Good, happy International Women's Day which is the day we're recording this on. Woohoo! Did you do anything uh, International Women's Lee today? Um, no. Me neither. <laughs> Is the answer for that? No. Me neither. I didn't even. You're the second person I've uh, I've even thought about it with or said anything to. Uh, sadly, um, yeah, I just got on with my day. I know the feeling. Do. Yeah, and uh, you're heading off shortly. Yes, yes, fly out tomorrow. Woohoo, all packed, finally. Are you excited? Um, I will be if I can get confirmation from the limo company that they're picking us up from the airport. Um, yeah, so I'm just waiting for an email on that and I'll be a happier girl. But apart from that, yes. Okay. So, excited for the trip, not excited for the run. Oh, no, but you've done so much great training for the run. Oh, it hasn't been that great. And, yeah, it's good. it'll be a see how she goes. So, okay. yeah. Do you think yeah. you'll get your time that you're? Oh, God, no. I think that's way gone. I think Aww. those days are way past. So, yeah, it'll look, it'll be what it is. Um, but I am looking forward to colder temperatures okay. and a slight chance of snow on Saturday. No. Yeah. That what? makes me happy. Okay. So, you're currently, what's, what's the temperature in Brisbane uh, today? Oh, currently it's still 30 degrees. Wow. I mean, we were 19 degrees here. So that's Celsius for everyone who might be international. 19 degrees. And I'm wearing a jumper today, Nick, and it is windy and autumn has arrived. I mean, I don't think it it ever left, but yeah. That is so unfair. It was overcast here all day. Looked like it was going to rain when we had washing on the line, of course. Never did. And I think it just got hotter. Like I had to go change my shirt after cooking dinner. So that I didn't look all sweaty and stinky for the podcast. Nick, just move back to Melbourne and we can get into trouble together. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we could. I'd just have to run it past Seto. I mean, Seto can, you know, definitely live here and he'll have Auntie <laughs> Mel to play with this him true. and go for walks and big And hugs. teach him bad habits. Mm. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I do have, before we, uh, crack on with the podcast, I have had a, a bit of fan art. Well, I don't know if we'll call it fan art, but mm-hmm. I am going to send you a pic of, uh, a friend of mine and I'm hoping they're a listener. Um, I know they've listened to the first podcast yep. and they have drawn a picture of and it's epic Epic. (laughs) I don't get the feeling I know where this is going it is epic so it's a picture that oh that is epic (laughs) it's epic so to describe it and we will put it up Mm -hmm. uh, with a link to where you can find it so it's a picture of the two of us I assume uh, Mm -hmm. I think a, uh, a younger version of the two of us. A younger and, version of two of us. I like the version slightly of better of us. looking. With a yep. wood chipper in the back, obviously a red wood chipper, with mm-hmm. Craig's legs uh, coming out of the wood chipper. So, uh, and then it says Murder Club for Beginners uh, at the front, 
uh, yeah, in front. So it is absolutely brilliant. Made that is cool. brilliant. I love yeah. that. That is hilarious. I do yeah. like that. That is excellent. I did I did think you'd uh, find joy in that. And, and how do they know he has blue running shoes? Just I don't know because I didn't know he had blue running shoes, but I can imagine. And I know, not that I've had looked at Craig's legs a lot, and this is going to sound weird, but he's got proper runner's legs, Craig. Yep. And the legs coming out of the wood chipper have proper runner's legs. Runner's legs. And I was just like, actually, yep. I can imagine Craig's legs probably look a little like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm quite impressed. Uh, yeah. So sorry, Craig. Okay. You're yep, in the wood sorry, chipper. Sorry, babe. Today. You're in the wood chipper <laughs> in the picture. Yeah, I just love I just love how they envisage us. I like I like their yeah, I like <laughs> that drawing very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on with our episode this week. So mm-hmm. I have discovered many more ways of uh, disposing of a dead body. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be a lot of uh, uh of would be uh Maybe not murderers, but dead body disposals and people who are as mm-hmm. fascinated with it as we are. Uh, I think, you know, one of my favourite is the best way to get rid of a dead body is not to have a dead body, which, you know. is Yes, is I, I think that still is my favourite of all time. Yeah, absolutely the best ethos. Um, there's one, though, that um, actually a mobster tells how bodies are buried uh, a New York gangster family said that uh, to be the inspiration for The Sopranos and um, they have a defector from the mod told jurors in this uh, article, mm-hmm. Sydney Morning Herald article, that caskets with false bottoms were sold to trusting customers and then the false bottom was used to secretly bury the victims of mob executions. Oh. Yeah, that I mean that's is, pretty tricky, yeah. isn't it? That um, that's very tricky. Yeah, because you you're not. It's not like you're physically touching the coffin at all, or the no, body, or anything associated just, with it. Yeah, so that is, that's tricky. Yeah, mm-hmm. things to say, watch out for. Thing, things to <laughs> false bottom. <laughs> so uh, again, it comes down to wanting to get inside that coffin and really, mm, yeah, no, do that knock on wood. Yeah. Um, okay. I've got I've got a bit of a loony one, and you know I love them uh, a little bit out there. Yep. But this one's put in a space suit, put in a car, and oh, look yes. in space. Space. I mean, it's not logical at all, but it it's is quirky. Probably quirky. Probably quite difficult to achieve. Well, I mean, you wouldn't well, leave it know. too long after rigors set in, though, because you know, <laughs> why bother putting the space suit on? Oh no. <laughs> Hide the fact they're dead. Oh, look, an astronaut. You can't yeah. tell if they're dead or not. I know. It's 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 a little it it it's great, but it's a little random. Yeah, um, that is random. Another one says, dig the hole before doing the deed. And I thought actually mm-hmm. that that was uh, you know, not that we're giving advice or want to give advice around that that, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, certainly one to to think about. This is another little funny one. Hide in the general T's and C's. No one ever reads them. This is, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I do. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Although I'm sure we all know a couple of people who do read the T's and C's fully. Yeah, we probably know one or two. Yeah. Not yeah. too many, but yeah. Yeah, definitely not too many. No. Um, this one comes 
on the back of our wood chipper. A man mm-hmm. once used a wood chipper to dispose of a body. There was simply no body after that, but there were still traces of DNA, blood, bone on the innards of the chipper. I mean, I so I was discussing this at work with another true crime aficionado. And mm-hmm. I'm not to say that I hired her because she mentioned she loved true crime podcast in the interview, <laughs> but it certainly did go to to uh, my thinking about I'd like to work with her. So so it did mm-hmm. do a double tick of I think I'd enjoy working with her. Uh, okay. So I've, I've been doing her training and we were discussing the wood chipper today and, she's, and her first comment was, but it's going to be so messy. And I was like, yep. it is. But there's mm-hmm. still a little joy in it. Um, <laughs> not actually doing the deed, but no. just the, the imaginings of it. Yep. Um, and we've got two more. So mm-hmm. this one's really a little detailed. So close your ears if, you know, you are feeling a little squeamish today. Cut body <laughs> into small enough pieces using a grinder if necessary remove the toilet from its piping so take the toilet off and you know yeah like a a wider um, pipe drop pieces down the hole so obviously they'd have to be small enough Mm -hmm. no this is a bad idea if you have a septic tank instead of a sewer connection and Mm -hmm. you don't know enough plumbing to fix any jams yourself you do (laughs) not want to be calling a plumber bonus (laughs) note it is also a bad idea to have a dead body at all Yes. Uh, so I did really think, and the person's uh, name the, on the Reddit was Digging No More, which, again, mm-hmm. I just thought was really fantastic um, mm-hmm. for this as well. Mm-hmm. And then this is the final one. There's something my cousin told me. He works in the oil fields, so pay attention. Take the body out to a location where they're going to start drilling soon. On pre-locations, they've dug the initial hole to start drilling. So I can imagine that hole's pretty deep, maybe. Mm -hmm. Toss the body in the hole. They say it's about 100 feet deep and filled with about 30 feet of water. Dump four bags of caustic caustic soda in there, I assume. Soda, yep. Yep, which would raise the acidity a lot, and this would start to liquefy and turn the corpse into a jelly-like substance. And when the rig comes up to drill in the next few days, it would then destroy the rest of the body. I mean, that one does sound pretty reasonable. Mm. I don't. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if caustic soda is a strong enough. I don't know enough about acids to, mm. to really um, be able to say that. But certainly, maybe mixed with oil, then you know there might be a, mm-hmm. a chemical reaction there. But maybe yeah. I'll do a bit more research uh, and see if that one is a probable uh, option. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, some interesting things about tunnels this week. Yeah, look, I did a little bit of research um, and I came up with a couple in good old Queensland. Yep. And one of them is the Ernest Junction Railway Tunnel. This is open to the public. It was constructed in 1888 and it runs from Beanley and ends at Tweed Heads, but the last train went in 1964. Now, what makes it interesting is apparently it's supposed to be haunted by the ghost of a homeless man who went into the tunnel to shelter from the weather and he got murdered. Oh, that's terrible. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, it's so it's a heritage listed site. Yeah. Now this one, the next one's a bit a bit funny because it, it's true, but there's various rumours about it all the time. Okay. Before Especially we for finish. So yep. let's let's tell people where Bean Later Tweed Heads is. So yep. Brisbane Central is Brisbane Central, CBD, the city. Beanley is what? An hour's drive from hour's city drive. to Beanley? Yeah, city Beanley. So it's sort of at the bottom, I think, of, of sort of the edge of Brisbane. And then yeah. um, Tweed Heads is actually, oh, gosh, you're probably looking another hour and a half drive from there. And Tweed Heads is yeah. then on the, the water or the Gold Coast uh, sort of area. Um, the other side actually uh, and yep. in a different state. So it yep. is quite a long tunnel quite that long you're tunnel. talking about, about in that yep. one. But terrible yep. that, man. Yeah. So yeah, got, sorry about that. No tunnels under Brisbane City though is, is you um, haven't been well, able to find. Couldn't find any concrete evidence. Okay. I mean there's a lot of rumours about tunnels at Bogger Road Jail, um, which is over the other side of town. And a lot of them are rumour, but apparently there was one which was used to take prisoners from cell A to cell B, oh. um, but that's been blocked off and, yeah, no, no visitors and anything like that. There's a lot um, There's a lot of rumours about there's many more, but not yeah. a lot of actual facts about that. So, so Boggeray Jail, wasn't that where one of the last hangings in Queensland happened? Yeah, yeah. It's one okay. of the most haunted sites in Brisbane. Oh, it's horrible. And it was a jail up until 1980. Um, yep. But it had uh, it, it had poor conditions. And it is in Brisbane and it's sort of south Brisbane. So it's, uh, yeah. it's close to the main, main sort of city centre. Yeah. yeah, it is. Now, okay. the other set of tunnels that attract quite a lot of rumour, some are rather outlandish, happens to be over at St Lucia at the University of Queensland under the mm-hmm. Great Courtyard. And there are secret tunnels under the Great Courtyard. They do exist. Ooh. And they wind under the Forgan Smith building, but they don't have any sinister um, uh-huh. history or anything like that. They provide electrical and telecommunications to the campus buildings. And to the to the disappointment of many, they don't provide access to Clive Palmer's wine cellar. <laughs> so who's Clive Palmer? Oh, he's a... Um, I don't know. He's a, I think we shall call him a businessman entrepreneur because he wants to be a politician, but he's just not getting there. Okay. Up here in Queensland, who has yep. a lot, a lot of money. Okay. And uh, do we mm. know when those tunnels were created? Um, around the time of World War II is okay. the rumor. So, so they're actually not this. that old. So World War II, we're talking the 40s, uh, or, yep. you know, late 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. Now, why would tunnels have been created for, uh, you know, phone lines and things like that in the 30s? Well, they're originally military tunnels and ah, they were okay. military headquarters before, okay. but now they're just used for cables and comps. But, yeah, there's lots of rumours in first years about where they go and what they do and what they lead to. And Oh, yeah. I'm the same yeah. as those first years. Like it, they, <laughs> they're definitely, there's some nefarious purpose that they were built mm-hmm. for, I'm sure, ever. I have yep. no evidence of this, but you know my overactive imagination is is thinking many many things. But yeah, uh, that's brilliant. What a great find, Nick. 
Um, yeah, um, there's another one which isn't as interesting. It's out at Gold Creek Dam at Brookfield. Mm-hmm. It was built in 1928 and they cut through the forest east of Gold Creek. I don't know where that is. I'm presuming it's over Brookfield, which is western suburbs, yep. way western suburbs some way, to supply Brisbane fresh drinking water and it connects with the Gold Creek Reservoir. And the 400-metre entrance opens in a discrete hollow in the forest east of Gold Creek Dam. Um but that's all I could find on that. I don't think it's encouraged that you go there kind of thing. Okay. Um, the other interesting one I uh, was actually from Vaucluse in Sydney. Oh. Uh, Greycliff House. It was um, – they were doing work in 1975 and they discovered an unusual tunnel. They came across an old tunnel underneath the house. The tunnel ran to a well and the tunnel's still there. But why and when it was built, um, they couldn't figure out. Smugglers, obviously. Yeah, probably, obviously, because, you know, there was, there's a few in Sydney that were used for that exact thing. So Greycliff House, where mm-hmm. about it's is it on the water? Okay. Yeah, it would be. It'd be, yeah, Vaucluse is one of the fanciest suburbs. So, okay. Yep. So, I mean, because that was quite common, uh, I know in the UK there are a lot of, there, you know, a number of smuggling yeah. things that go into to pubs and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and do we know when Grey Cliff House was built? Um, um, if, no, we don't. And that's the other mystery about that. I mean, it probably did say, maybe I didn't read it properly, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm trying to Google it quite quickly. but yeah. um, um, I think some guy built it for his daughter. Oh, okay, right. So, you know, you know, maybe she just said, hey, Dad, can you throw a tunnel in? You know, I might need some smuggling going on here. You know, just, yeah, I'll build you a house. What would you like? Or oh, a tunnel would be lovely. Maybe Dad built the house for mm-hmm. his daughter, but that was the cover. Yes, that's, actually, that could be. It was really yeah. the way he made his money was through smuggling. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's probably more plausible. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dad, you can build me a house if you want, but let's leave the smuggling tunnels for another yep. day. Yeah. Uh, Nick, they have been really great finds. Uh, <laughs> so three tunnels in Brisbane but none in the CBD. Well, like I said, there's lots of rumour but there's no actual and also the problem was because of all the tunnelling for the roads that is happening here. Yeah. If yeah. there were tunnels, they're probably long gone and replaced by toll tunnels. Uh, so, um, what were the rumours that you came across? Anything? Anything really? Uh, nothing really specific. Just a couple that used to exist in the city and no sinister background, other than just moving <sighs> stock between one store and the other, and you know, nothing overly excitable, to be honest. In good old British Vegas, on that yeah. front. I mean, it does seem like a lot of the tunnels have really mainly been about moving things, whether it's moving people or yep, stock or, 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 uh, or, you know, like in um, Boggaro Jail, you yep. know, I, I'm imagining the tunnel was used to take people to the gallows, yep. um, you know, all of that sort of thing. I mean, I'd prefer to have my imagination running and thinking that these tunnels are being used for interesting and exciting things. Um, yeah. Me too, but, yeah. Not in Brisbane, maybe Not in Brisbane, Sydney. Vegas, maybe in yeah. Sydney. And definitely we know. Definitely in Melbourne. in Melbourne. Yeah. 
Nick, what a great, great find this week. Uh, Fantastic talking to you and don't murder anyone. I won't if you don't. I'm not going to, so we won't together. And then anyone out there, please don't murder anyone because, you know, we prefer people alive, you know. But have a great week and I will. I will talk to you when I talk to you. All right. You have a good week, Mel. Bye. Bye.